0: It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, dramatic ending. That multi-day manhunt out of Texas, now over. The arrest of the mass shooting suspect coming about an hour after an FBI tip.
1: We just want to thank the person who had the courage and bravery to call in the suspect's location. We're
0: live with the latest. Then, writer's block.
1: Union! Power!
0: Union! Union! This morning, thousands of film and TV writers taking to the streets once again.
2: I do believe that this is an existential fight for the future viability of writing even being a career.
0: Straight ahead, a look at how the strike is already impacting some of your favorite shows. Plus, starstruck in Studio 1A. First, Jennifer Lopez is here to tell us all about Married Life, the Met Gala, and her new movie like we've never seen her before. And All Hail the Queen, the cast of the new Bridgerton prequel, Queen Charlotte, here to tell us all the juicy details. And ready to rock. We've got some big news in Pop Start this morning when we reveal the 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. So who made the cut? We'll find out today, Wednesday, May 3rd, 2023.
3: From West West Hartford, Connecticut. Connecticut.
4: Today is my mom's 40th birthday.
2: Here for a bucket list retirement trip. From From Stoneville, Stoneville, North North Carolina.
5: Carolina, Celebrating Mom's Big 8-O. At the Today Show. Visiting from San Jose, California. And Monterrey, Mexico. Our senior
2: trip from Morgan High School in
6: Morgan, Texas. Go Eagles! Celebrate my sister's birthday from Buffalo, New York.
2: Here to surprise my grandma. The
1: Today Show's number one fan.
2: Watching in Midland, Texas. We We love
1: love you, Zannie! Where's
0: Grammy? Oh, love that. Shout out to Grammy. Okay, welcome back to you today, and we're so glad to have you out there with us. Nice day out there. Sun's starting to peak out. We've been outside in just
6: just a bit. Yeah, Yeah. we've been waiting for this day. Uh, But we do have some exciting news to report inside Studio 1A. Miss Guthrie, you are getting ready to deliver a beautiful commencement address (laughs) to Georgetown Law, 2023. Pretty cool. I'm so excited to be invited. I
0: graduated there in 20. Don't mean we do math. It was a <laughs> law it was law degree, not math yeah. degree. Okay, yeah. twenty two years ago, and I'm really excited wow. to get to go back and address have the graduates have of
7: Georgia Law. Working on this speech up?
0: Yes, of, yeah, course. of course. You know me.
7: Probably it already. <laughs>
0: yes. Top of her class. All right. <laughs> uh-huh.
6: All right. Well, an honor, and I'm really excited about it. Let's get to your news at 8 o'clock. The FBI has been called in to help after three unsolved stabbings in five days near the campus of the University of California, Davis. Two of the attacks were fatal. The latest took place Monday night. A woman in a transient camp says she was stabbed numerous times through her tent. She's in critical conditions. Two other stabbings included A UC Davis senior and a homeless man. The school announced yesterday that all classes that end after six in the evening will now be held virtually. Now to the latest
7: developments in the first Hollywood strike in 15 years. Thousands of film and television writers hitting the picket lines after weeks of failed contract negotiations. In fact, if you tuned in to your favorite late night show last night. Good chances it was a rerun. And that's just the beginning of the impact on our viewing habits. NBC's Kaylee Hartung is in Los Angeles with the very latest on the strike. Kaylee, good morning.
8: Hey, good morning, Craig. The writers we talked to, they call this a fight for the future of creative work. They're determined. They say they're united. And they've got the support by so many actors and other members of the entertainment community. Outside Warner Brothers, Paramount, Sony, Netflix, and the other Hollywood studios, and on the streets of Manhattan... Striking writers, united behind a single message. Fair pay, fair compensation for our creative work. Stars like Rob Lowe, whose son is a writer, standing up in solidarity.
9: We're only as good as the writing we get.
8: Overnight, the late night talk shows went into reruns hosts like Stephen Colbert throwing their support behind Union Writers.
10: These are our writers, and I'll stick myself in there because I'm WGA too, and they're so important to our show.
8: SNL canceling Pete Davidson's hosting debut this weekend. The show in repeats until further notice. Daytime soap operas will likely follow, and if the strike stretches on, there could be an impact on fall shows. Writers like Maisie Culver say they're striking to make sure that young writers have the opportunity to make a living doing what they love.
2: I do believe that this is an existential fight for the future viability of writing even being a career.
1: The way that streaming companies pay their talent is very much different than the way the old school television companies paid. And the writers have sort of been left behind, in their words on the streaming revolution.
10: They want to turn us into gig workers. They want to remove all
8: of the gains that our, our union has fought for for decades. The Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, representing studios including Comcast, which owns NBC Universal, says its proposal includes generous increases in compensation, writing the primary sticking points are mandatory staffing And duration of employment for writers what would hollywood be without writers like you i mean you're about to find out (laughs) because because we're not working we've withdrawn our labor and we will not be working until we get a fair deal that we deserve We also talked to several members of SAG-AFTRA, the actors' union. They were there shoulder-to-shoulder marching with the writers on the picket lines. They say this is important for all the guilds, for the entire creative community to stand together right now. The actors' and the directors' guild contracts, they expire in June. Those negotiations are about to begin, and many of these same issues will be in play. Craig? All
0: right, Kaylee Hartung. Kaylee, thank you. Well, now some heart-stopping moments for a Virginia police officer during what had been a routine traffic stop. But take a look at this video. Here he is talking to the driver when another car comes skidding across several lanes of traffic and the median. Yep, you saw it right there. Slammed into that car, just clipping the officer. He did suffer a leg injury. Police say the 17-year-old who was driving the out-of-control car was going 120 miles an hour moments before the crash. He is, of course, now facing several charges. Oh, man. Wow. But quick reflexes for yeah. the officer, but he, Gone, he was yeah. slightly injured, but it will be okay. Yeah, uh,
7: Just ahead here on Pop Start, folks, we got some breaking Pop Start news, actually, because... This year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees just out. We're going to share it with you in just a few minutes.
6: look forward to that. But first, we got a very special guest in the house. Jennifer Lopez is here. She wowed us at the Met Gala. She's got a movie out. She's got new music on the way. Beautiful life at home. It's all happening right after this. All right, welcome back. When we say Jennifer Lopez can do it all, we mean it. Okay, singer, dancer, actor, businesswoman. And while we've seen her in action movies before, and I know you have nothing, and I say nothing compares to what she's doing in this new film. It's called The Mother. Jennifer plays an assassin who comes out of hiding to keep her daughter safe from ruthless criminals while teaching her a thing or two along the way. Check it out. You
2: have to practice. Get the timing right a grip too soon you cut yourself give me your arm knife fight means your enemy's close you can't hit him just once you can never stop hitting him
6: until he can't hit back okay Girl I have seen you do action (laughs) movies. I have never seen you do an action movie like this one. You're on a motorcycle, you're beating people up, you're stabbing people, you're teaching your kid how to do it.
2: You know, it's amazing to be able to do a role like this at this time in my life. And it really is like a big action drama. Um, I'm doing all kinds of stuff. I, I, I literally was watching some of the BTS footage yeah. of me like training and yeah. stuff like that. And I was like, God, this was really intense. Well,
6: they <laughs> said you had to get into shape. How much better shape did you have to get into? Cause you're I was already in better shape. Really? Than I am right now. You really? <laughs> yes. Yes, I was.
2: Um, I was working out every morning. I was doing fight training, sniper training, gun training, the whole thing. Because she is like a like a sniper expert, like supposedly like one of the best that ever was. And then um, you know, she was also like a combat person as well. Well so you prote- she can fight, she can do all the things.
6: And you're protecting your kid. You're well, that's that's and by the way, can we just
2: say Yes, that's the only thing that matters.
6: That's the only thing that matters. <laughs> I know. how are you your beautiful kids? Oh my by God. The
2: way. I know, I know, I know. Um, uh, they're 15.
6: Wow. yes. Come and they're on.
2: teenagers they're giving it to me.
6: What are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing?
2: <laughs> everything. Um, listen, they, they're they becoming adults. Yes. They are challenging everything in life. They're looking at everything. And these kids have so much information. Yes. Uh, so much more than we had. So they're thinking and talking about things and about life in a different way than I did when I was 15 or 16 years old. You we know, follow.
6: So. I feel like we followed the rules. If yes. someone told us we've we And they don't. Life.
2: They're like challenging everything and looking at it which is great i Mm -hmm. think for our world i think they're going to change the world to be quite honest oh and make it so much better
6: Oh, so much better than what we did. <laughs> I love I love looking at images of you and your kids and Ben because there's a certain way they look at Ben. <laughs> yeah, they love and Ben. And the, there's such a, a connection. Yeah. And sometimes Well, he's things... a wonderful
2: wonderful father and uh, a father figure to them as well. Yeah, You know, cuz he has his own three beautiful children and then there's us and and he is he's fantastic. He really steps up to the challenge of what that is and what that means and uh, and they love him. They love him and they appreciate him and so do
6: I. Well, I can tell you do, God. 20, <laughs> I can't believe it was 20 years ago that you wrote that beautiful music yes. for for Ben for that time in your yes. life. That uh, was me then. That was you then. Yeah. And then this, this is, is you me now. now. Yeah. And how has? Because I mean, your love story has spanned the test of time. Yeah, obviously, 20 years. And you call him the love of your life. He which, is. Which he always he always has been. Uh-huh. How is love different now than it was back then?
2: Um, you know, I think we both. I-, I went on a, an incredible. journey journey through my life you know for the past 20 years and i think i've grown a lot and i think the albums really are about kind of capturing those moments in time like I captured that moment in time and that this is me then an album of like kind of falling in love and with the love of your life and having that moment and then 20 years later I was coming back together and trying to capture what this moment was Mm -hmm. which is a very different thing and I think you know people are gonna feel that on the album somebody asked me on the red carpet at the Met Gala the other night like what's go? who else is on the album what is going on and I was like just, Just me, me, me and my whole heart. That's it. That's that what's, what's on all, the album.
6: That's what it is. And,
2: yeah, I think it really is that, and it and it's and it and it does capture this, this moment in time for me when we first got back together a couple years ago, and uh, yeah, it's is a it? it's a beautiful piece of work. I think uh, I'm very proud of it, and I can't wait to put it out later in the summer, Good. early we, fall. Yeah,
6: is love better second time around? <laughs>
2: you think? I think when you're you're you you have life experience behind you, yeah. it's like you said, you as Different things happen in your life, you realize what's really important. And, um, I love what I do. I always said, have said that, but since I had kids that changed a lot for me and and now having a family in this way and and being uh married um Mm -hmm. you know you realize like you you start kind of like rejiggering everything Mm. you know it's just like what is really important how much do I want to work how much do I not want to work do I ever want to go away do I want to you know all these things are like permeating through your mind all Mm. the time and so you know Mm -hmm. you really
6: start realizing like uh, what do I want to do with my life all the time? So, well, you look, by the way, you look beautiful at the Met Gallery. You brought your Thank beautiful you. sister, Linda with you <laughs> and your beautiful mom. We went out that night. Wait, you night. Didn't, what about Lupe? How come Lupe wasn't there? <laughs> 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 was
2: not there because you guys always put her on TV. Wait a minute. Well, <laughs> by the way, we Jennifer, obsessed. I wish she was
6: hear Our conversation.
0: The yeah. whole conversation is first she says, you have to see this movie. She's incredible. And then she says, this new album is like nothing we've ever heard Jennifer do before. Oh, and then when you, you talked about Ben, what did you tell me? She
2: is my mom. Oh, she knew you'd I always. knew that you would always get back
0: together.
6: <laughs> because I prayed for 20 years. Anyway. <laughs> Look at Jennifer. Jennifer's like. This is the and- interview <laughs> during the interview. Right, let's right, keep right. going. Okay. As Jennifer said, let's keep going over here. <laughs> uh, by the way, we adore you. I can't wait for, for your music. The movie, The is movie, a, the, the, mother, movie yes. the Mother is incredible. Mother's Day. On Actually Mother's comes Day. Out on Mother's of course Day. it is. Yeah, that weekend. And we're going to talk more about it coming up in the fourth hour. But again, The Mother arrives on Netflix May 12th. Yes. Please check it out. All right, let's get a check of the weather from Dylan.
1: This portion of today is sponsored by the J.M. Smucker Company. Smuckers is proud to help bring military families together at the 14th annual Mission Breakfast, serving those who serve our country.
9: Welcome back, guys. Our Mission Breakfast is underway. Are you guys holding up the line to get on TV? (laughs) Are your family's watching? All right. Let's give a big wave. Well fed this morning, so you have nothing to worry about if you're watching from home. Uh, we want to show you what's going on weather-wise across the country today. It is going to be a little chilly still in the northeast, but we're gonna warm things up as we go into the weekend. It's also kind of cloudy, a little unsettled. We've got some snow showers back through the Appalachians, we got some rain showers in the lower elevations, also some rain expected today, down and storms too, down across Texas and into Oklahoma. Temperatures again will be on the warm side through the northern plains, but chilly in the northeast. And guys, you know, I was on the flight earlier this morning there's actually the highest concentration of top gun uh, graduates here at this uh, navy uh, navy base so this is just a really cool place to be and we'll have much more coming up in just a few minutes
10: get on that jet dylan <laughs> that's right we got our own crustables
9: here <laughs> yeah, How we doing? oh yes
6: Oh, wow. Cheers.
10: oh yeah. I can't eat I this can't before Pop Starts. Not before no. Pop Starts. We can't be able to that. Shall we? Best Shall we time pop starting? Okay, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. First up, breaking news in Pop Start. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just announced the inductees for the 2023 class. Let's take a look at who okay. made the cut. All right, leading the list is the woman whose 1985 ballad recently made a massive resurgence, of wow. course, Kate Bush. Wow. Followed by legendary singer Sheryl Crow. Yeah. Record-breaking rapper and producer Missy yeah. Elliott. Yes. The late, great George Michael. Wow. All right. Country icon Willie Nelson, who just has 90th birthday. Wow. Uh, Rage Against the Machine. And finally, the R&B group, The Spinners. Love that. Oh, Congratulations, wow. everybody. But wow. wait. There is more. Oh. The this morning the Hall of Fame also revealed which artists have earned this year's Musical Excellence Award. It goes to Funk Queen Shaka Khan. Shaka Shaka Khan. There you go. Singer-producer <laughs> Al Cooper. Uh, and Elton John's legendary songwriting partner, Bernie Taupin. Yes. Okay, the induction ceremony is set for November 3rd at Barclays Center oh, in cool. Brooklyn. Go to today.com right now for more. And a big congrats to all the new Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. All right, coming up next, our buddy Willie Geist. Last night, the uh, early mor- morning anchor stayed up very, very late swinging by a Watch <laughs> oh, What <God>. Happens Live. <laughs> in a typical Andy Cohen fashion, they played a game called Weepy Willie, where Willie <laughs> opened up about the interview that had him all in his feels. Come on now. By the way, today is Willie's birthday. Oh, Happy birthday, birthday. you, Mr. Geist. We hope yeah. it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, we are turning Pop Start into a family affair today because we have a very special guest joining us. Let's all say good morning to Mr. Roker's better half, Deborah Roberts. Oh, yes. 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 Uh, yes! I've yes. seen you already. All right,
6: wow. already. Wow. 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 Hi, Air wow. wow. wow.
3: kisses.
10: Well, how all right, guys, Deborah's here because she just released a new book, Lessons Learned and Cherished The Teacher Who Changed My Life. This oh, is the yeah. greatest idea of all uh-huh. time because we all have a teacher yeah. who changed uh-huh. our lives.
3: Everybody thinks about it. And I have to tell you, after surviving the pandemic and the stress of all of that, of course, low-pay and what they feel is a lot of disrespect, mm-hmm. teachers need mm-hmm. a spotlight. Mm-hmm. And that is what this is all about. Well look at our
0: plaza, Deborah, because everybody got a copy of Check the it book. Out. I think they're oh, all yeah. oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Awesome.
3: It's pretty exciting. (laughs) Um, What about, everyone's got their teacher. Who was your teacher? Mrs. Dorothy Hardy. I mean, I have a few, and I mentioned them in the book, but my sixth grade English teacher, Mrs. Dorothy Hardy, and my high school librarian, Kathy Turner, both just, Mrs. Hardy um, represented excellence. There she is. I had a chance to thank her um, before, I mean, when I began my network career, we had a chance to talk about it, but she was an English teacher who was impeccable and demanded excellence, Mm -hmm. and I rose to the occasion, And that was Kathy Talon. And that was Kathy Turner. Yeah, Talon Turner. And she taught me yoga. Who knew about Ooh. yoga at that point? But that was when teachers really wanted to pour something into you. They wanted to offer something to you. It wasn't about the lessons and the academics mm-hmm. always. Yeah. It was also about giving you something.
0: Mm. Well, and I love, I mean, you used your interview and in Journalism Chops to get other people's stories. Yes. Yes. I mean, Al's got his story. You got Oprah in there. Mm-hmm, I mean, you have all yeah. incredible stories about uh, Jenna. Jenna's oh, yeah. in there.
3: What was it like to hear people's stories, and was there a common thread? I was so consumed. You got so sick of me talking about it, because I would come <laughs> in and I would say, oh, oh my i got this great interview and with you're the Rachel Sun. Do
7: to talk about it a little more? Yes. Yes, I am. you are. We're In, right. In other words, wrap you it up. Yes, just, yes. Our stage like, manager is like like it's, it's just right. like being at home. It's just like being at home. This, this is, is great. This is i never get to tell that. you to <laughs> stop talking. Stop talking,
10: Deborah.
7: Can I have one? We're back. It is 8.30 on a Wednesday morning. Al Roker's wife, Deborah. She's. Robert's made her way outside to greet her fans and sign a few copies of this inspiring... Like I'm just Deborah Robert's husband. Well, well, we're going to talk more about the book coming up in the third hour. Awesome. It really is a fantastic concept. Yes,
6: yeah, wait, wait. Before we go on, please look at Ellie. Look at the babe. Sorry. Oh,
0: hello, boo-boo. Sorry. Oh. Who is this sweet baby? It's Ellie. How old is she? Eight months. Oh, my gosh.
9: Her first trip? It is her... Well, her first trip to New York, yes. Oh, my gosh. Do you like
0: this microphone? <laughs> yep, that's how it works. All right, we oh, love you Gosh, welcome. Welcome. We just love a baby. Wow. What else love around <laughs> here. Birthday, Ellie. Bridgerton. Guys, this one is for all Bridgerton fans, the stars of the new prequel, Queen Charlotte. Every bit as buzzy oh. as the original. They are here to tell us all about
6: it. Can't wait for that. Can't wait. And then we are going to meet the newest and history making voice of the Dodgers, the first ever Asian American in that famed broadcasting booth. Emily Akeda will share his story and what it hopes will do for us others in the future. All right, before we do anything else, let's send it down to Dylan for the weather.
1: This portion of today is sponsored by the J.M. Smucker Company. Smuckers is proud to help bring military families together at the 14th annual Mission Breakfast, serving those who serve our country.
9: Hey guys, we are here at the Smucker's Mission Breakfast, and I am joined this morning by the CEO of Smucker's, Mark Smucker, and also the commanding officer here at Oceana, uh, Chief Steve Janady. Good morning to both of you guys. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thanks for having us. All right, so first things first, Smucker's has been doing this breakfast since 2010. It's incredible to see everybody here. What does it mean to keep this tradition going?
1: Look, it's just an honor for us, Dylan, to be able to give back and say thank you to our service members and women who do so much and serve our country in such an amazing way.
9: And how does it feel to see everybody... Who turns out, I know there's thousands of men and women here along with their families.
1: It's really special because the families come, and of course we're a family company, so allowing us to give back to not only them but their families is really special.
9: And Captain Gennady, I know you are in charge of the men and women here, so you have a a big task on your hands, but what does it mean to you to see everybody getting to enjoy a morning like this. And what do you want folks at home to know about Oceana?
7: Well, we're just thrilled to have this uh, special event. I mean, really, just like Mark said, this is a really, what a wonderful way to say thank you to all of our service members, their families, their sacrifices to our nation. Uh, every day that they work here, um, it means so much for us. And I can't thank Smuckers to, um, enough to host this immense celebration of service to our nation. Um, for Naval Air Station in Oceana, we are the East Coast Master Jet Base. So we have over 200 F-18 Super Hornets stationed here, four carrier wings fly out of here, deploy around the world on our aircraft carriers. And so for all the men and women that work from here, Dan Neck Annex, all the way down to Fentress and Chesapeake, Virginia, uh, it is
1: such an honor to have Smuckers. Yeah, we of
9: course thank them for their service. And thank you guys. So much thank
1: you so much, yeah. and Dylan. We do have a little token of our appreciation okay. a smucker's <gasps> jar, what with your picture on it. No,
9: I'm not a 100, right? No, <laughs> and it's probably not your
1: birthday either.
9: It's not my birthday, <laughs> that's true. But this is very special. This one does not get opened. Thank you so much, thank, and thank you so you much for putting on this breakfast, and thank you guys and everybody here for, for all you do. Thank you for it's coming it's down. very thank appreciated you. by all of us. Smart. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at the weather, see what's going on across the country where it is going to be a little bit cloudy today here in Virginia, although the sun is trying to come out, perfect for this morning. We will see some scattered showers and thunderstorms across the Northeast, also stronger storms expected across the Southern Plains today. Some of that warm air is gonna begin moving east this weekend, so a little chilly tomorrow, but we are gonna warm up going into Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And guys, I might not be celebrating my 100th birthday, but we have a lot of 100th birthdays to celebrate and we'll get to that a little bit later.
7: Uh, All right. Amazing. Dylan, thanks so much. You know, we've got such a great crowd on the plaza, folks from far and wide, Michigan, California, Rhode Island, Canada, and Sesame! Abby, Abby, and Yay! Elmo are here. They even made signs for us. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great.
5: Yeah, so <laughs> great to be here.
7: Can you explain your, your signs for us, Abby and Elmo?
5: Oh, yeah. So I made my wand, Wanda, because she's full of magic, and I want to know the whole world to know that you're full of magic, too.
10: Oh. Oh. Yeah.
0: How about yours, Elmo? That looks like Elmo. Oh, yeah, I'm a a self-portrait. <laughs> uh, nice. I like that.
7: Good <laughs> artist, Elmo. Well, good artist. Yeah, we're so excited you guys are here. And in fact, we're going to share some very exciting news that's very helpful as well <laughs> during our third hour. So good to see
6: you guys, guys. Love you guys. Oh,
10: we love you too, and we can't wait to talk to you
3: later. <laughs> Elmo. Elmo. Oh, oh, it's Elmo. Elmo. Elmo.
0: I, I get did it. <laughs> with Elmo, I love it. I'll suit a few minutes. We'll see you guys later. Great lines, love you. guys. <laughs> All right, first coming up in this half hour, we're going to introduce you to a play-by-play announcer who is breaking barriers in Major League Baseball. Emily Ketta here with this inspiring story. But first, this is today on NBC. I love you guys.
3: I love you guys.
0: And
7: welcome back. May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So, all month long, we're going to be amplifying AAPI voices, and we're going to start in the world of baseball.
0: Yeah, this is cool. The Dodgers recently hired the only Asian-American play-by-play announcer working for
5: a major league team and NBC's Emily Akeda got the story. Mm -hmm. Hi, Emily. Good morning. Guys, I'm so excited to bring this story to you. You You know, you think about it, and MLB broadcasters, they are the guiding voices to America's favorite pastime, sometimes more famous than the players themselves. Think Red Barber, Harry Callison, of course, Vin Scully. Well, now Stephen Nelson will join the ranks, not just as the newest voice for the Dodgers, but also as the first Asian-American American to sit in the Dodgers broadcasting booth, a moment that many people are calling bigger than baseball. Steven Nelson's first time on a major league diamond was at the storied Dodgers Stadium. His father's love of the game and his mother's heritage brought him to Japanese community night as an eight-year-old. He still has the plaque.
1: This has been displayed in my room since that night.
5: Nearly three decades later, he returns to his hometown just as excited as that little leaguer with a dream, but now as a member of the world-famous franchise.
1: That's our booth, that's our home for every game.
5: The 34-year-old is the Dodgers' newest play-by-play announcer, expected to call more than 50 contests as backup to lead broadcaster Joe Davis. Nelson sits on hallowed ground, forged by a long line of venerated voices like Jaime Harin and Vin Scully. You're an announcer for the Dodgers. Has that sunk in?
1: No, absolutely not. Growing up a fan of sports broadcasting, I'm aware of the lineage that I'm now a part of with this franchise, which means so much, not just in Los Angeles or within baseball, but in sport.
5: But for the fourth generation Japanese-Americans, scoring such a seat is bigger than baseball. Nelson is the only Asian-American play-by-play announcer working for an MLB team.
1: That's the aspect of my professional life that I'll cherish the most. I do now and I will forever. There's so much honor than that.
5: Major League Baseball estimates just over a fifth of clubs' TV broadcasters in the booth are from diverse backgrounds. For English-speaking coverage, the percentage is half of that, including the Seattle Mariners award-winning Dave Sims, who told Nelson.
7: Every day you show your face, man, you represent you represent yourself, you representing
1: Asian-Americans just like I do.
5: Nelson has served in just about every role in sports broadcasting before climbing his way to the NHL and MLB networks.
1: In 2021,
5: he used Japanese he learned as a kid to present an award to Los Angeles superstar pitcher Shohei Otani. Nelson building a reputation that even has the opposing team cheering him on. How would you describe Steven?
1: A trader, obviously, you know, he's, he's, he's a trader, no, I'm kidding, a uh, you know, great guy, humble guy, the role model for a lot of people, and so um, kids that, you know, want to get into broadcasting, play by play, um, they have somebody to look up to.
5: The value of which Dave Roberts, the first manager of Asian Heritage to win a World Series, understands.
7: In this day and age, we're talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, to see him being the only one uh, speaks to how talented he is, but, uh, also speaks to how much further we've got to
1: go.
5: What's your hope in this role?
1: Try not to suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I hope that I could just, this is going to sound so Asian. <laughs> I just don't want to disappoint my parents. Oh, man. <laughs> and my family. And it I never mean, leaves it you. It <laughs> never leaves, no matter how old we get. And, and I truly mean that. I, I, my only goal is to make them proud. I want to make it about proving people right. The people who have been there for us, who have sacrificed for us, who have helped us and mentored us and taught us, I want to prove them right. Love it.
5: One of the things that really struck me about Steven is scoring this role. It's the realization of his childhood dream, something he's worked for his whole life. And yet, in our conversation, in our interview, he never made it about himself. Mm-hmm. It was always about the people behind him. And as an Asian-American sports broadcaster, he is really helping open that door. And he says his focus, his mission, is about keeping that door open oh, for others. Wow. He will. Yeah. Showing the way.
10: You're a Dodgers fan. Love the di- this guy's going to be a part of the lives of Angelinos like yeah. me, for now another you know, decade, two decades, three decades, four Could decades. Lot- he's already yeah. One
5: fans. Yeah, He's I can't bright. wait. What a By voice. the way, his voice. That's so the whole thing. Love it. Right? Right? Yeah. So love him.
7: Mm. Love him. What a guy.
6: Thank you, Emily. Great one.
7: Uh, by the way, folks, be sure to catch MLB Sunday leadoff. It's on Peacock every week. In fact, this Sunday, you can watch the Orioles take on the Braves starting at 11 a.m. Eastern. That game also simul-streaming right here on NBC. I didn't know that was a thing. We just made it. Simul <laughs> streaming. Wow. It's streaming on Peacock and it's airing on NBC.
0: Okay. It's, woo! Simul streaming. Stream. Stream. There you go. Yes, okay. adding it to
7: the lexicon.
0: Guys, if you are a Bridgerton fan and we know you are, get excited because the stars of Queen Charlotte yes. are right here. They are going to fill us all in on the new prequel show. But first, this is Today on NBC. We are back, 846, yes, we are in the mood. We've got the cast of Queen Charlotte, A Bridgerton Story, and some of their most devoted fans out on our plaza. This is a prequel to the wildly popular show. It is set, of course, in 18th century England. We see Queen Charlotte's rise to power in this show, the beginning of the diverse society that makes Bridgerton so special and the start of Charlotte's love story with King George. Before we talk to the stars, let's take a look.
1: Please
2: accept my apology. If I had known that you were you.
1: You would have what? Not told me that you were trying to escape?
2: Well, yes. Mm. I mean, (laughs) I do apologise, Your Majesty.
1: George. Just George.
0: Uh, and joining us now, Golda Rochevelle, Arsema Thomas, and Corey Milkreese. Good to see you all. Good to be Good here. To Thank you. you. Golda, it has to be the ultimate compliment to play a role in one show and then get a spinoff. What did you think when they called you and said, we want to
11: do a Queen Charlotte prequel? It was a, definitely a pinch me moment, yeah. a surreal moment, um, but one I am very, very grateful for. You know, as an actor, you put your stuff out there and you hope that people like it. Mm. So for Shonda and Netflix to then say we'd like to do a deeper dive into this character, mm. um, that was, yeah, that was amazing. So
0: are some of you play Lady Danbury, yes. the young Lady Danbury, Corey, you play King George yeah. for both of you. This is the moment. This, These are really your first major acting roles. It's all about to change. How do you feel? How can you put it into words?
1: Really calm.
0: <laughs> You're so chill. Yeah, it
1: yeah. doesn't mean anything, does it, really? No, so surreal. It doesn't mm. really feel real yet. I'm not sure it ever will. Yeah. Uh, how about you?
4: Yeah, no, I mean, it's the exact same way I, I keep, you know, every time I go to sleep, I'm afraid that I'm going to wake up and it's 2021 20, <laughs> uh, and this has all been some sort of fever yeah. dream. But it's been a real just a, a, so many dreams are coming true. And then on top of that, to have amazing mentors yeah. and great people on set. It's like, it, it's too good to be true. Arsama,
0: I heard your family were huge Bridgerton fans and you were like, I'll be an extra if I have to. This universe is so special.
4: Yeah. I mean, so I originally I'd never watched the show before auditioning, um, but I had seen my mom and my sister absolutely fall in love with this world. And I had always been a fan of Shauna Rhimes. I mean, I, I grew up watching Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. And so when I saw her name on the audition uh, breakdown, I was
0: like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Get me in there. Gotta do it. Exactly. Golda, we, we have come to expect from Bridgerton, you know, it's got to be kind of juicy, Is this a juicy
11: prequel? Are we going to get, I mean, I think the fans will be very, very happy. That's what I was
0: hoping you'd say. It'll be okay. So we've got a love story, we've got King George. Mm -hmm. So, Corey, you had, I, what I, I read that you really delved into the history and tried to. Understand more about this historic figure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh I'd encourage anyone uh that watches the show that, that wants to learn a bit more to uh to read a lovely book by a guy called Andrew Roberts, who's yeah. an amazing historian. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, there's all this new information. The Royal Libraries have come up mm-hmm. with this twenty thousand private pages of a yeah. journal. Uh it's all out there now. Since 2015, awesome. uh, yeah, it was it was a wealth of information, and I used as much of it as I could. Yeah, um, in Shonda's interpretation, I was going to say,
0: if you don't want to read a big, thick history book, we could just watch Bridgerton. Maybe just watch Asha. Just watch our show. Yeah, it's like our summer. Yeah. You know, I you're from Atlanta, is yes, that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have a British accent, and you mm. have a great story about. Being prepared for this British accent you need in the show. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) they're laughing. I told them the story.
4: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, when I was in undergrad, (laughs) yeah, I had, um, I don't know, I was going through a weird time, and I wanted to kind of escape the my day to day life. So instead of cutting my hair, I. Kept up a British accent for four years. Uh, and strangely enough, uh, now when I meet my friends from college, they don't even recognize that it wasn't me. So it goes to show that people don't care that much about you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can
0: fake a British accent for a year. They won't exactly. even notice. Yeah. I know. Well, guess what? You were manifesting for this moment, perhaps. Oh, yeah, it's so strange. Did you give these guys any advice? Golda, you're the veteran here.
11: The only advice that, you know, you can give young actors coming up and kind of coming into a world like this that is such a family Mm. and has been from the start and the support has been there is to support them in taking these characters on for themselves Mm. you know really grabbing it and and going on that journey and being there you know um, if they need if they need to but it for me it has to come from them the actors you know well there's a lot to get into we can't wait for the juicy
0: prequel queen charlotte gets her moment tomorrow. in the sun yes. thank you so much we've got golda arsema and Corey. welcome hope to see you again soon thank you for having Chat us. more on the fourth hour as well and you can catch queen charlotte a bridgerton story on netflix tomorrow may 4th we're back in a moment this is today on mbc Great Pacific Spine folks out here. I really love meeting Becky and Loretta. They're on a sisters trip from San Jose, oh, like California. And oh, no, Jan, right
7: Jan. is visiting us from Toledo, Ohio. Oh yeah. In case you can't tell by the headband and the sunglasses, it's Jan's birthday. <laughs> Happy yep. birthday, Jan. Hey Jan. And uh, Hoda helped these seniors from Baylor University gear up for their big graduation coming up. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, let's now celebrate some other milestones and birthdays. We got Dylan at Naval Air Station Oceana. Dylan.
9: going to be at a smucker's mission breakfast and not spin around some smucker's jars. So let's spin those around from down here in Virginia and wish a very happy 100th birthday to George Alprin. He's from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and he has been married to the love of his life for more than 60 years. That's love. Sylvia Rose is from Miami, Florida. This crossword puzzle whiz is 100 years old. She says the secret to longevity is eating blueberries. Yum. Happy 100th birthday to Phyllis Marcus, a retired teacher from Woodmere, New York. She's lived in the same house for more than half of her life. That's 50 years. Evelyn Phillips of Raleigh, North Carolina is celebrating 102 years. Look at that beautiful smile. She is a dedicated member of her community and church for decades. Harold Terrence Male is 100 years old. This proud grandpa is from the Bronx, and he has traveled to all 50 states. That's cool. And last but not least, happy 80th. 80th anniversary to Joe and Jerry Dalton. These proud parents are from Lake Mary, Florida. They met at church and never looked back. The lovebirds say the secret to a long and happy marriage is simple be with the one you love.
7: 80th anniversary. love I it. Man. Man. And they never had a fight. Okay. <laughs> you and, and Deborah are going to get to 80. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a miracle. Speaking of Deborah, thank you, Dylan. Al's better half is going to join us a little bit. Uh, a little bit more in the third hour of today. And the that fourth hour. Great. Oh, Yo, he's, yeah, he's It's a Deborah theaters.
0: moment because everyone to hold your book up high if you've got Deborah Roberts' new book. That's yes, right, it yes. learned Lessons and learned and cherished, baby. Very Lessons inspiring. Cherished. It's out today. Ooh.